0: Hey, I'm Jess and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio copy to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome Podcast. Hey friends, I'm so glad you're here today. We are wrapping up the Fall in Love series. Now, this has been a series where we've touched on some of the things we need to fall in love with if we are going to jump in cannonball style into Empowered Eating. I've loved it. I hope you've loved it. We've talked about topics like how to raise Empowered Eaters, the difference between discipline and rigidity. This is a topic I am so into these days and we're also hit on protein. You know I love me some protein. (laughs) Today we are talking about why we need to fall in love with actually taking care of our body regardless of what it looks like. So we're going to be talking about self-care today. Now if you're like me you might feel almost uh, like allergic to this word. (laughs) I don't know if it's sometimes I feel like I don't have time for self-care or I feel like I shouldn't need self-care. It kind of feels a little, I don't know, woo-woo-y. But here's the deal. If there's one thing I have learned after 15 years of sitting across from women who struggle with taking care of their health and actually working through this myself, it is this. We take care of what we think is worth taking care of. So at the heart of this topic, I believe there are a lot of us who don't feel like we are worthy of being cared for. We will care for our work, we'll care for our friends, our families, but as for us, for whatever reason, we don't feel like we are worth the time and energy. So I'm here to say that this is a lie, (laughs) and I also think there is this other lie out there that taking care of ourselves is selfish. Today we're going to hit on why self-care isn't selfish, why you are worthy of self-care, and we're going to hit on some ideas on how you can fit it in what positive body image actually is, and what you can do to fully embody your empowered, healthiest self. All right, let's go ahead and dive in. Now, I want to kick off by telling you a little bit about some of the things I did in my past life. I started off in corporate wellness where I was in charge of all the weight loss programs. (laughs) And looking back now, I think that's kind of interesting because it's not totally in alignment with what I do now. I'm not against weight loss, but it's not something I avidly promote because I think Weight loss as a byproduct. It's not something we should necessarily be focusing on. That being said, I was in charge of the weight loss programs. In corporate wellness, that's what they were looking for. They wanted those numbers and that data. So one of the programs I was in charge of was called Maintain No Gain. It was a holiday weight management program where they wanted people to weigh in and demonstrate weight maintenance over the holidays. And when I got the project, I thought, ugh, this is something I don't want to do. I don't want to tell all of these people that they cannot enjoy Holiday foods, that's so not who I am. So I sat and thought about it for a while and I thought, how can I make this about something bigger than themselves? Because if we just make it about not gaining weight, not eating holiday foods, like this is going to flop and I'm not going to, I don't believe in it. I'm not going to be able to recruit people for it. So I contemplated it and decided that we needed to make it about something bigger than themselves. I reached out to some local agencies and asked if they would be willing to donate money every time somebody weighed in and did not gain weight. And guess what? We got some people to pledge. And so this program, which was originally about restricting and not gaining weight over the holiday season, became a fundraiser. And what it was is that we were teaching mindful eating. We were talking about how to enjoy holiday foods without going overboard, how to navigate the holidays. And when they came and weighed in, if they maintained their weight from the previous week, these different organizations would pledge $5. What was so cool is this program quadrupled in size and the outcome metrics were the best this program had ever seen. It actually led me to giving a TED talk a couple of years later. It was called A Healthy Cause to Find a Healthy You. But this is truly down to the core of what I believe in. We need a strong reason. We need to believe that we have something outside of ourselves that makes it worthy of us pursuing this health journey, because then it's not about the weight. Then it's not about the food. It's about us showing up to life as our healthiest self. So it was so cool to be able to intertwine that into this program. And it proved to be incredibly successful. And I see that in in empowered eating. When we identify our values, it completely changes how we want to take care of ourselves. So as we're looking at self-care and maybe shifting our mindset into the space where We believe we are worthy of self-care. I think there's two things we need. One, we need a strong reason. We need our values intertwined, woven, braided in to the whole process. And we need to believe we are a key part of that reason. We need values and a strong sense of self-worth. So let's start with values. Values, I believe, are the trigger that help us make this switch into a sustainable relationship with food for the long haul. Many of you know my story, but as I was, after I had my first boy and I was coming back to work, I was working mom, had one baby, no sleep. My husband was on call 24-7. I was exhausted and I realized that I needed to make some changes on how I take care of myself or I was not going to be able to sustain this pace. So my reason for implementing some of the self-care was my family. It was my impact at my job. It was my energy management that was my reason. But beyond that, I also needed to have a clear understanding of my own worth and identifying that I am worthy of taking care, of, being taken care of. I am worthy of this energy that I'm thinking about putting into myself. There's a new book that just came out. It's called Worthy by Jamie Kern Lima. You may have heard of her. She's the founder of It Cosmetics. It's so, so good. Highly recommend. But one of the things she says is that We don't become what we want. We become what we believe we are worthy of. Mind blown. I'm going to say that one more time. We don't become what we want. We become what we believe we are worthy of. And so in this process of implementing self-care, when we're getting over some of those initial obstacles as to how do we fit this in? How do we make time for it? How do I carve out money for it? We need to get clear that we are worthy. We are worth it. We are worth the same energy, attention, time, money, that we would put into our family, best friend, pet, we are worth that. And at the core of this, it comes down to this idea that we are loved. Now me, being a person who, faith is important to me, faith guides a lot of the steps that I take, I had to come to this place in those pivotal moments where I recognize like I am a loved person. God loves me. I have friends and family that loves me. I had to take a leap of faith and actually believe that. So for today, let's do a quick check-in with where you're at today. First question is, do you know what those values are? And if so, have you defined what you living out those values looks like? So for example, if one of your values is creativity, what does that look like when you are successfully living a creative life? How does that look in your job, in your career, in your family, in your home environment, with your health? define what success looks like based on your values. And then the second piece for you today is to check in with how you do view your own self-worth. And this is a deeper question and one that truly should be more of a conversation, but I wanna invite you to start it here. As you're listening to this podcast, take a good honest look on whether at whether or not you feel you're worth investing the time in. And if not, why not? I want you to really think about what makes you less worthy than your kids, your boss, your friends. Why do you feel they are worth the time and energy you invest into them and yet you are not worth that same time and energy? If you have an answer and it's a roadblock, let's talk it through. (laughs) Get with me, get with a therapist, get with someone in your corner to help you work through this roadblock. Or if you don't have a good answer then let's start investing in yourself. Let's actually take this as your green light to start investing time and energy into yourself. I just recently ended a session with a client who had this realization. Her word for the year is worthy. It's so cool, but she has finally decided she is worth taking care of. She is worth being taken care of and therefore she's carving out time in the morning for her to do some of the things she wants to do on her health journey. This was a huge breakthrough for her because before she came to this sense of self-worth, she had every reason in the world why she couldn't exercise too much time. I have to get the kids to school. I have work meetings. It was all the things. And I remember being there. I remember being in a season of life where I thought I couldn't do it. I couldn't get to the gym. I couldn't find time to go to the grocery store and get myself foods. When I'm really honest though, when I look back at that season, it wasn't that I couldn't, it was that I didn't believe it was worth the time for me. So we're going to challenge that today. Get to the bottom of it, pull that out by the root and rewrite it. Okay, so once we have these two things assessed and moving forward, there's a couple things or a couple tools I want to leave you with today. One is the positive body image spectrum. Now, I'm a big believer in this and I go into this in detail in my Empowered Eating course. Essentially... We do not go from hating our body to loving our body. There are not two modes when it comes to our body image and how we perceive our body. It's actually a whole spectrum. And I think understanding the spectrum helps us navigate some of those days when we don't feel so great in our body, which is a very normal thing as a woman. We just have those days. But when we look at it more as a spectrum instead of an all or nothing or an on and off switch, It helps us understand where we are. And emotional awareness is so important in this journey. So let's break this down. On the far left end of the spectrum, we have the body bully, which is that narrative in our head, you can't eat this, you should be skinnier, you should look a certain way, you should, should, should. That's the body bully. Now, when we're living in the body bullying zone, it's really hard to just go and imagine, oh my gosh, I love my body, I feel so good, I'm gonna wear whatever I want. So instead, we have to think of stepping towards that. So the next step would be, body tolerance. This is where we learn to tolerate our body. Like we don't love everything about it, but it's our body. So we, we tolerate it. I think of it kind of like when I'm eating broccoli, don't love broccoli, but I appreciate what it does for me. So I tolerate it from there. We might move to body neutrality, which is not having a negative or positive opinion about our body. And then from there, we move to body appreciation, which is where we really start to step into the space of gratitude. I'm thankful for my body. I'm thankful for what it allows me to do, the people it connects me with. It is overall generally healthy and so forth. From body appreciation, now we can step into body empowerment, which is the I feel confident, I feel capable, I feel strong. These are those next steps towards that body love and positive body image. One thing to note this I keep saying positive body image and I think it's important to identify what that is. Positive body image is not saying I love my body. Positive body image is taking care of your body no matter where you fall on that spectrum. So if you're having a body bully day, which most of us do, the week before our period, we're like whose body is this? Or maybe you're coming off a season post-baby and you feel like you're in a foreign body. Maybe you've had a few years of really hard years and it has turned into changes in your body. Maintaining positive body image in these seasons, it doesn't mean we love it. It means despite what's happening and the discomfort we feel in our body, we still take care of it. And I think as we get older, we tend to get more confident. So we have less of like the body bullying, although some of us may still have that. But what I see more often than not in women around my age demographic and older is that the body bully doesn't show up like it did in our 20s and teens. It's not telling us we're, you know, ugly and and whatever. Instead, it shows up in this like apathy. Like, I don't like my body, therefore, whatever. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm not going to take care of it. I'm not going to move it. I'm going to stay up late scrolling on instagram instead of going to sleep so a lot of times i see that body bully take shape in a different form as people get older but nonetheless it's neglecting the body so again coming back to this idea of positive body image it's this idea that we take care of our body no matter what no matter if we are in the healthiest season of our life or we are coming off a really really rough season all right so let's do a little recap here we hit on some of the or two of the key components of maintaining a strong self-care protocol. And that is first identifying your values, getting to know your why. And number two is really diving into your self-worth and being sure that we feel and know we are worthy of being taken care of. Talked a little bit about the positive body image spectrum and how it's, it's not an on or off switch and how learning to be in that bo- body positive mindset means we take care of our body no matter what. It looks like now, the last piece of this, and what I want you to do and take away from today is actually come up with a plan. What is your self-care plan? And I think of it in kind of different areas. So I think of self-care in like the daily sense, you know, what is your morning routine and what is your wind down routine? What is your midday routine? Those are three key body self-care plans that we need to be thinking through. How do we take care of our mind, body, and soul in each of those phases of our day? Then I think there are some other ones we need to look at. I have one called an SOS self-care plan. When you're having a really bad day, how do you take care of yourself? What's your coping tool? And this is so important for those of us who are emotional eaters because we tend to use food to help us feel better, whether it's overconsumption or underconsumption. So we need a self-care SOS plan. The other one is the glittery self-care plan. And this is the part of like, what do I do? That maybe that I don't do every day, but I do on the regular to remind myself that I am worth being present and taking taken care of and loved. Might be getting your nails done, your hair done. It might be carving out time to read a book. It might be time carving out time to go outside and camp, be in the outdoors, hike, whatever that looks like for you. But the bottom line is, what is your glitter? What is your self care? glitter for me this looks like getting a glass of my coffee protein powder which y'all know i'm obsessed with (laughs) this is polar joe if you haven't tried it head on over to my website check it out you can enter fuel her awesome for a discount so good getting a glass of that sitting in under my warm blanket right now because it's still a little bit cold and watching gossip girl i don't know what it is about watching rich teenagers make bad decisions that i am so obsessed with but (laughs) I am. I don't know. I love it. So I love to cozy up and just give myself an hour of sitting and not doing and just chilling. So get a few of these go-to tools in your toolbox. And I guarantee when you have these, you're much less likely to find yourself using food as your coping mechanism. Okay. So I want you to spend a few minutes thinking through that, write it down, put it in your planner, put it in your phone and let's start making it happen. And here's why. When we're working on big goals, like taking care of our health, adding in exercise, being intentional with our food, maybe we're trying to flex a little bit more of that discipline muscle. When we're trying to do that while doing all of the other things, momming, working, aunting, teaching, ah, all of it, (laughs) we have to have little pats on the back along the way. You see, when we are working to accomplish something as big as empowered eating, and being the healthiest version of ourselves that's a journey. There is no singular destination. So we have to have little high fives as we go along. And no one better to give them to you than yourself, sister. All right, I want to hear about your self-care plans. I want to see them. If you got them, send them to me. I love getting your messages. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Cheers and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews, and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at JessBrownRD.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.